This podcast is sponsored by GCOR 15, RMA's Governance, Compliance, and Operational Risk Virtual Conference, June 7th to 10th. The conference will provide valuable content and peer sharing in today's complex environment with a stacked lineup of industry experts covering topics including culture, PPP litigation, climate risk, DEI, AI and machine learning, re-entry in the wake of the pandemic, and much more. For more information and to register, visit www.rmahq.org backslash G-C-O-R. Hi, I'm Stephen Krasowski, Communications Manager at RMA. On April 21st, 2021, the European Commission published its highly anticipated draft legislation governing the use of AI. The Commission proposes to regulate AI based on the potential risk posed by its intended use. AI systems that pose an unacceptable risk would be banned outright. AI classified as high risk would be subject to stringent regulatory and disclosure requirements. And certain interactive recognition systems would be subject to heightened transparency obligations. Today, I'm joined by Avi Gesser, partner at Devavoice and Plimpton, to discuss the European Union draft AI law, regulations on the uses of AI, and how financial institutions can prepare now for future changes in AI regulatory obligations. Avi, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having me. So, Avi, what are some of the common uses of AI by financial institutions? Uh, so, you, in the RFI that the bank regulators put out, they, they list a few of them. Um, and what's interesting about it is they range from pretty low risk to pretty high risk. So, um, credit decisions, so underwriting, um, and loans uh, are certainly one of the higher risk ones that, that the regulators are focused on, uh, but it's being used for fraud detection, customer service, uh, text, analysts, text analysis, um, risk management, uh, cybersecurity uh, for um, you know, DDoS mitigation or spam filters or um, protecting against uh, cyber attacks. And um, we're also seeing a, a lot of use uh, for hiring, uh, where um, resumes are screened using AI tools. So, so, you know, it's almost touching every aspect of operations for, for financial institutions. Avi, what are the regulators concerned about in terms of AI uses? So you can see from the EU regulation and also from the other recent uh, announcements from the FTC and from banking regulators that um, the primary concern is that the AI is going to be used in an unfair or discriminatory way and that um, people will be denied some kind of opportunity or service, whether that's a job or a loan, um, based on some unfair criteria. And so that could be a prohibited criteria, so race or gender or age, um, but it could also be just an arbitrary criteria. So uh, to the extent the AI is picking up uh, things that uh, are uh, inexplicable. So if you, know, you were being denied a loan or you were being denied a job because you listen to one radio station versus another radio station, or you eat some uh, food that other people don't eat, right? The AI may think that's really important from a statistical point of view. The regulators wanna make sure that, that those inputs make sense and they're not proxies for other things that are prohibited. So 
um, you know, zip codes may be proxies for uh, race or socioeconomic issues. And the concern is that if you're dinging people for jobs because of their college sport or because they didn't travel, that what you're really doing is um, discriminating in some way that's prohibited. And the regulators are very focused on um, making sure that the data sets that are used for the AI are uh, accurate and fair and that appropriate testing is, made, is done to make sure that those kinds of uh, uh, unfair outcomes are avoided. So what are some of the key aspects of the EU draft AI law? So as you mentioned, it prohibits outright some uses of AI. Um, so uh, what they call dark patterns. So to the extent that AI is being used secretly to um, take advantage of people who have a particular a vulnerability, a medical condition. So if your AI <clears throat> was tracking people who may be manic depressives and pushing advertising to them uh, while they're in a manic phase uh, in order to sell them something that you know they buy when they're in a manic phase, like that would be, I think, clearly prohibited. Um, there is, uh, I think, some uh, uncertainty as to how far that goes because certainly a lot of AI for gaming or for other things are designed to keep people on websites. I think for financial institutions, that's probably an, uh, uh, an area they don't need to worry too much about. I don't think it's that, that prohibition is really targeted towards financial institutions. And then there's, as you mentioned, sort of high risk AI and their um, <clears throat> creditworthiness and hiring are both listed. Um, you can imagine that loans are probably gonna get added to that list once the financial regulators uh, get involved in the drafting process. And for high risk AI, you're gonna have a number of obligations of transparency, uh, data quality management. Uh, the regulators are very concerned about privacy and cybersecurity to the extent that you're using large data sets. Do you have the authorization to use those data sets for the AI? Are you protecting the data sets? Are you protecting the models? Are you protecting the output from unauthorized access? And then transparency. Do people know that um, they're being, uh, they're, they're, that decisions that are affecting them are based in part on AI? Is there some human oversight to make sure that if the AI strays from where you expected it to, that people would notice it and could intervene? Do people have the right to appeal decisions that negatively affect them uh, if they think that the AI made a mistake? Um, and, and what kind of testing has been done on the AI before it's in the market and then while it's in the market to make sure it's you know, behaving as expected on an ongoing basis. Avi, to what parts of the draft EU law do companies need to be paying attention? I think the risk rating part is pretty important. I think um, whether or not this is the final list, and I think it's going to expand as to what high-risk AI is, all the regulatory uh, pronouncements in the last couple of months have focused on high-risk AI and that so companies um, should be looking at their AI to the extent they don't already have an inventory to be thinking about creating an inventory of high-risk AI and looking at the regulations and, and, and asking themselves, do you think this would we do we think this would fall into those categories? So as I mentioned, hiring and 
uh, employee retention and lending and insurance underwriting. Uh, those are the kinds of AI that could negatively impact people and are going to be the subject of regulatory scrutiny and are going to be the kinds of AI that um, companies will be expected to have put in place risk mitigation measures, which are the things that I mentioned in the EU law, but will also, I think, come from other law, laws or regulatory uh, guidance as well, transparency, fairness, accountability, explainability, human oversight, um, and all those things are going to be expected for high-risk AI to make sure that it's doing what you expect it to do and it's not behaving in a way that could uh, harm people uh, unintentionally or unfairly. So Avi, to wrap up, what are some of the things that financial institutions are doing today to prepare for the coming changes in AI regulatory obligations? So as I mentioned, so taking inventories, creating governance structures so that there are um, senior folks in the company who are uh, responsible for AI compliance, looking at high-risk AI, making sure that it's been tested for uh, bias and uh, other unfair uses, making sure that the cybersecurity of their data sets that are being used for AI is, uh, are, are, are adequate, looking at explainability if someone were in adversely impacted, impacted by the AI, would we be able to show them what factors were important in that decision and what they could do to change the result. Uh, and um, documentation, right? So even if you're doing everything right, if you can't demonstrate that through documents, you could have a problem. And so uh, making sure that all the good work that's being done on the testing and the oversight and the governance has appropriate documentation so that if there is ever uh, scrutiny that you're able to defend your AI quickly and effectively um, from allegations of unfairness or bias. Avi, very informative discussion on AI. Thank you again for joining us today. Thank you for having me.